Thanks for joining me on this journey and welcome to the Journey with Jenny podcast on SM Enlightenment Radio or TV, where we hit all the topics that help and encourage you on this journey of life. Everything from health to mindset to business to finances, anything that helps you and makes your life better, we cover it all. Welcome, everyone. So I have a question for you. So how do you travel when you are gluten-free? So those of you who are gluten-free know that that can be a very tricky thing, maybe even a daunting thing for you. So we recently went on a trip with our family and we went out west and I'm on the east coast, so that was a big trek for us. And we flew into Vegas and we went to Zion and Bryce and Page and the Grand Canyon and Sedona before heading back to Vegas to fly out. And so we had been wanting to do the national parks out west in that area for quite a while. So we were so excited to do it. And I realized there's a ton of national parks. <laughs> it's not all the national parks, obviously. Um, but if you listen, have been listening to the podcast, you know that I had another guest that their goal is to go to all the national parks living in an RV. So that is pretty exciting. So we were just having a small taste of that, going to several different parks and um, enjoying this time as a family. But some of you, like I mentioned, may know that when traveling, when you are gluten-free, it just adds a whole nother layer of prep to your travel. So what I want to do for this episode is for you to help you when you travel gluten-free. So you stop and think about all the things that you need to do. And some of you may be new to this concept. Maybe you are newly diagnosed celiac. Maybe you um, have just found out that it's um, that your doctor is telling you you need to be gluten-free. Maybe you're just finding that you feel better eating gluten-free. Whatever the situation is for you, um, the whole layer of travel is a little bit different. And so being new to just the whole gluten-free world and then like, okay, how do I, how do I travel? How do I do that? So that's what this episode is for you. So use this as a starting point to guide you and to help you. My goal is to just guide you through this process and give you practical tips and tricks along the way to make it as easy and effortless as it possibly can be, okay? So because these are the things that I learned through my experience and may be helpful in, to you in turn. And I would have loved to have had a guide to, to be given to me and guide me um, through it. So here it is for you. Um, so that brings me to point number one when traveling gluten-free. Number one, you need to prep, okay? So there is definitely preparation involved. Oh, how I wish I could say otherwise, but I'd be lying to you if I did. So what kind of prep did I do? Well, I'll share what I did, but take this and just mix it with your own style and see what works best for you. As I said, just use this as a guide, as a reference, as an idea of the types of things that you want to think through, not so much as I need to do what Jenny did, but just to, to stop and, and think about the things that you need to think about and process, okay? So 
for me, with the particular trip that we were doing, there was a bit of a scarcity issue with several of the places that we were going. So scarcity in that there would not be very many options of places for us to eat. And so I knew that it would be very important to prep and to plan ahead. Now, also there was a scarcity of just restaurants as a whole, not just the gluten-free options. So this led me to believe that I needed to book my meals ahead of time and side note, we had heard from a lot of people like when we were telling them, oh, we're going out west and, you know, this is a trip that we're doing. And they're like, oh, we're doing the same trip or I know so-and-so is doing that or we just got back from that. So there's, you know, needless to say, I was getting a little nervous about like, you know, like needing to set up reservations and um, and do this. And I will also say that I um, got a lot of itineraries from friends um, of, about their trip, where they stayed, the restaurants they ate at, the reservations they had. And I will say that all of the friends that I got itineraries from, none of them were gluten-free. So this is kind of like my itinerary, kind of like, not quite our itinerary, but just like ideas and thoughts to process through um, when setting up a trip, when you are thinking about places to eat and how to eat gluten-free. So, well, the matter of fact is that I did not actually make reservations ahead of time. And this is for a few different reasons. One, I honestly, I didn't have time to fully check everything out and make decisions. And to say that it was overwhelming is an understatement. So I, I just plain didn't have the time and the capacity to actually do that. So don't take this as a thing like, okay, I have to have everything set up. Okay. And two, honestly, I wasn't exactly sure where we were going to be at what given time and what we were going to be feeling like eating. So I didn't want to lock us into a set time, a set place. Um, so I didn't actually make these make, make reservations actually for any of our meals. So side note, I just think it's kind of ironic though. I will say that I am the mom who plans out our meals at least a month in advance oftentimes. Um, so at least, you know, several weeks. So I, I clearly don't subscribe to that philosophy at home. <laughs> But um, yeah, you're just, this is the meal, this is, you're going to eat it, but you know, vacation, different story. Okay. So we've established, I did not make reservations ahead of time. So what I did though, was I did a whole lot of scouting. So I think it's important to have an idea of what the choices are that you have going into. Okay. So I knew where we were staying at each point in the trip. And also side note, we were staying in a different place pretty much every night. So that was lots of scouting to be done. It wasn't like we were staying in one city for the whole time and let's just go out and explore all the different restaurants there. This was a matter of like, we need to find some place to eat at all these different places that we're going, okay? So my first step in scouting was to use the app Find Me GF, okay? So there's an app go to the app store. It's called Find Me GF. Okay. So I highly, highly recommend it. Um, this is just, it's, it's such a great app. It's free. You can download it. I'll probably, I'll just, I'll throw a link to it to, um, in the show notes. So it'll be easy to find, but you can just go into the app store, find it. And, and I will say if anyone is listening who is from that app, I would love to connect with you. It's such a great app. It's just amazing. So, um, so what it is, so it's great for someone who is celiac or someone who is looking for gluten-free food options in their dining, okay? So it has a lot of things in the app, um, but the biggest thing is that you can search for gluten-free restaurants in your location 
or in a specific location that you were traveling to. So you can put in the location, put in the name of the town, and um, up will pop a bunch of different restaurant options, okay? So there's a, there's a bunch of different uh, search features that you can do. You can look for dedicated gluten-free, you can look for most celiac friendly. So you have different um, ways that you can search for things. Um, it has notes in it like takeout, delivery, online ordering. So, you know, what restaurants have these different things. Um, you can read reviews that other people write. And I love this because this is really insightful. People can put their own comments about their own experiences. And then you can get more of a flavor and a feel for what the experience at that restaurant um, could possibly be like. There's another really cool thing that they have in there for the restaurants, and it's the percent of people that say it's celiac friendly. So when that is something that you are specifically looking for, that's an important thing to, to use as a guideline for uh, finding information. So this is a great first step in finding a place to eat. So I gathered a lot of intel, um, if you will, as to what our options were, knowing that in Zion and Bryce and the Grand Canyon, there would not be a lot of options because you're out in nature, right? So I also looked at the time that they were open. So when you're traveling, this is a really important point to pay attention to um, because you might find like all the things, like this has a great menu, it looks really good. And then um, they might be only open breakfast and lunch and you wanted to go there for dinner. <laughs> so pay attention to this as to, you know, if they're open for lunch, dinner, breakfast place, um, that makes a difference as to what is available for you, okay? Um, and so for example, we had a really great coffee, breakfast place that was literally right next door to our Verbo. So that took care of our breakfast each morning that we were there. So things like that, you can kind of look ahead, plan ahead, see what kinds of things are around and what meals that they offer. Okay. So this app was key in doing preliminary looking. <clears throat> and then when we were at each place, then I did the local search and was able to select a place based on what we felt like eating and what seemed like would be a safe option for us okay so now having said that i also did internet searches and i called the restaurant a few different times also so often my main question was do you have a dedicated fryer <laughs> because we may or may not have a french fry addict in the family um so it's always wise to confirm and check for yourself use the app as a guideline use your internet search as a guideline but i highly recommend um actually calling ahead, calling the restaurant, and then obviously talking to them when you get there to confirm these things as well, because sometimes the information isn't always totally accurate. So you want to um, just double check and make sure for yourself. Okay. So um, yeah, so just make sure, you know, because these are guidelines, do your own thing. Okay. So that's something that the app is great for, um, as opposed to the internet search, because when places say they have gluten-free options, um, that is often either confused with what gluten-free actually is, as you know, or it means they have one salad and a fruit sorbet for dessert. <laughs> you feel me? Like it's crazy when restaurants are like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah we have gluten-free options. So that's why I love the app because then it clarifies and you get the real uh, load down because people will say like there was just a salad available. <laughs> so if you do want just a salad, then it's great. So the app is really, really good for 
um, doing that, um, doing your internet search, calling the restaurant. And then also I used social media and I reached out to people that I follow and asked them for insight. So I got a lot of great help, a lot of great advice, names of restaurants to visit, the whole thing. So, okay, so that is prepping, okay? Those are the kinds of things that you wanna do ahead of time to look ahead and see what the options are for you. All right, brings us to number two. Bring food slash meals with you, okay? So once you have an idea of what you have available for restaurant options or don't have available as the case may be, then plan to bring food options with you. So this will obviously depend on what your tastes are, what your age is, et cetera, as to what you bring. But just being aware um, of that something that is something that you want to do is just a really good idea is just really key so for example we brought mac and cheese cups um that we would be able to use like in the microwave at the hotel or at the verbo or even if it was necessary if somehow we ended up at a restaurant that really had no options that possibly we could ask them to just um, add the water, cook it up for us if we were in a really desperate situation. Um, but I will give you a, uh, a warning um, with the mac and cheese cups. It was kind of bizarre, something I didn't expect, but the one of the, the cups like exploded or got poked or something and the the cheese powder just went all over the suitcase and got into all the stuff. So. Put it in a bag if you are taking them, just, you know, just a little extra level of prep, just put it in a bag. Um, never expected that, but you've been warned, okay? So that's an example of something you could bring or just whatever would work for you for a meal idea. You could bring a loaf of gluten-free bread um, as it would probably be difficult to come by that, especially a particular one or brand that you especially like. So any type of meal replacement type of thing um, for, any situation that you might run into, okay? So that's number two. Number three, this is a similar one to the one I just said, but it's slightly different and it deserves its own category. And this one is bring snacks. <laughs> always, 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 always have snacks, okay? So, oh man, we had so many of them because the truth is like, you just don't know just with travel and, and you could be going along and then things were different than you expected, or you want to do this hike, or the hike took you longer, or whatever it is that you're doing. So definitely having snacks um, is really, really important. And just so you have an option of something that you can have um, so that you're not going hungry. So obviously, whatever works for you and your family, like, you know, granola bites, bars, energy bars, gummies, nuts. Um, those are all things that we took, but you know what snacks you like. Just having snacks on hand is really, really important um, to just be prepared. Then number four, plan your hotel or Verbo, okay? So when planning your trip, decide if a hotel or an Airbnb or Verbo is best for you. So the advantage to the house option is that you have a, a kitchen available to be able to cook in, right? Um, and so here's something that you might not have thought of, but you might want to bring some of your own cookware or um, even uh, like a spatula or a spoon or um, something like that to use to cook because if you're in a house that has all wooden utensils, that would not be good for you. So so keeping that in mind that you might want to bring um 
some of the, the cooking, the cookware as well. If you are staying at a house, a great idea is to scout out the nearest grocery store so that you can get some of the things that you might need. Now, in our case, that is what we did. Um, we packed and took some of the key dinners and snacks that would be more difficult to find at a store out there. Um, and that was easy to pack. And we took that with us in our suitcase. Obviously, we didn't take a ton of stuff with us uh, because, you know, there's only so much room in the suitcases. Um, but we took the key things that would be, we definitely wanted and would would be hard to necessarily find. And then while we were in Vegas, we went to a big grocery store, got water, fresh fruit and snacks for the rest of our trip. So other things that were more crushable that you wouldn't want to travel with. Um, so that way we didn't worry about finding the store in the smaller towns that we were going to, or um, also, um, you know, they might not have the things that we wanted. Um, and then we also avoided the higher prices um, in those smaller towns and smaller stores. Now, I will say it was interesting. We did go in some of the smaller grocery stores in a couple of the different places. And I have to say, I was pretty impressed with the options that were there. So that was a really good thing. But again, you don't want to be looking for a specific thing and then just not be able to find it. So it's better to have those key things that you want to have with you. So also with the hotel, if they have breakfast, um, it can be questionable as to whether or not the options will be gluten-free. So you can try calling ahead, but my experience has been that the best thing is to do is just to actually ask the person that is working at breakfast um, as to what is actually gluten-free because they can go and check the ingredients on the label. So again, bringing your own bread or bagel or English muffin or something like that is a good option. And so here's a little fun thing. There are these things called toaster bags that will come in handy in a situation like this um, in a hotel or even in a Burbo or at a friend's house even. Um, but they are bags that you put your bread in or your bagel or your English muffin and put it in and then put that bag with the bread in it into the toaster. And that helps you make sure you don't get cross-contamination. Um, so pretty ingenious, right? I think it's pretty cool. I have never actually used them, so I can't speak from experience, but I just think they're a really great idea. So I wanted to pass it on to you. That might be something that would be helpful when you are traveling. And then number five, ask for recommendations when you get there. So you may be surprised at how helpful the hotel front desk and other locals actually are. So I loved it when I would ask at the front desk about restaurants and they would actually recommend a place that was on my list of possibilities. So that made me happy. That was pretty cool when those kinds of things matched up. Um, when you're asking specifically for gluten-free things, you know, you just have to, you know, they might know what you're talking about. They might not, but it might surprise you how much they might be aware of that and can be helpful um, to, to be able to give you some recommendations. And I will leave you with one final recommendation. Um, so I took a trip inside the U.S. So language was not an issue, not a barrier for us. But for those of you traveling outside of the U.S., I learned about these um, really nifty cards. They're called gluten-free cards by Legal Nomads. And they explain what gluten-free is and what cross-contamination is um, in the language of the country that you are traveling to. 
genius, right? Sometimes I think they might be helpful for restaurants in English in the United States because people sometimes don't seem to understand cross-contamination. This depends on what restaurant you're at. But I just um, wanted to pass that along to you in case that might be helpful to you because that's a really great thing. It explains it in their language um, because that's very technical language. Even if you learned a little bit of the language, that's a hard thing to be able to explain to them. So I wanted to pass that along. Gluten-free cards by Legal Nomads would be a really helpful thing um, to help with the language barrier when you are traveling outside of the country. All right, so let's summarize the things to help you travel gluten-free. All right, so number one is prep. Using the Find Me GF app is a great option to be able to help you with that prep, but there was a lot of different things in that prep. Number two, bring food and meals with you just in case. Number three, bring snacks with you everywhere. Always, always have snacks. I don't even go around anywhere around home, like normal, like not far traveling without snacks. Snacks are great. Number four, plan the hotel Verbo according to thinking about cooking and thinking about what's around it for options for you to eat at. And then number five, ask for recommendations when you get there, okay? so. I hope this has been helpful to you as you travel gluten-free and do me a favor. So take a screenshot of this podcast that you're listening to. So screenshot it and then post it to your stories and tag me on it on Instagram. Okay. And let me know how it has been helpful to you or just simply that you enjoyed listening to it. Okay. So I'm on Instagram at Jenny Hardy, J-N-N-I-E-H-A-R-D-Y. So take a screenshot of it and then jot down uh, what has been helpful to you or just say hi and then uh, tag me on it in the stories and Instagram and that'd be a really great way to connect and just help spread the word to help more people. That's a wrap. Thanks so much for joining me on SM Enlightenment Radio or TV or joining us on the Journey with Jenny podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please download my podcast and leave a five-star rating and review. It really does help and I would be so grateful. I'm Jenny. Have a good one.